This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unequal Sequel Extra. Lovely. How you doing, Rich? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm excellent. Yeah, well, I'm trying to be excellent. I'm a little bit... I don't know if I'm under the weather. I'm running on low batteries today, it feels. I don't know if because it's a Wednesday. It is Wednesday, right? Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah. Although, to me, it feels like Friday because I've got two days off work. In fact, I've got four days off work so I've got Monday, Tuesday off next week. So it's an extended long weekend. Yeah. That's my wife's birthday, so, you know, and half term and stuff too, so... Doing, like, I was about stuff. to say, are you gonna are you gonna spend any uh, in the cinema seeing any of the films? Uh, well, actually, um, uh, yes, I think we are because it's the twentieth anniversary special showing of Harry Potter and oh, the yeah. Philosopher's Stone. I think it's twentieth, and that's my Harry Potter is my wife's absolute favourite. Ah, oh, lovely. Yeah. That doesn't make you feel old, does it? I mean, it makes me feel bloody ancient. But you know, in the books, Harry Potter's literally born like the week before me, so you know, I'm the, <laughs> we're the same age. It's fine. Is that how you're thinking about it? Yeah, that's what I'm oh, thinking. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Have you seen June? I have not seen June yet, but I am I'm very excited to watch it. It looks beautiful. I know it's not a sequel, but my days. Well now the sequel has been announced, so I'm glad. You should see it. Because the original really needed a sequel because it made no sense. It needed a sequel. Well, I watched it the other day and I quite enjoyed it, but I was at the end, I was like, this is definitely a part one of something. And then I checked and they were like, oh, no sequel's been announced yet. I was like, have I just wasted my two and a half hours <laughs> of another film that I'm never going to see the ending of? But it must it must have been nice to watch it in the cinema. I... It looks stunning. Yeah. It's a beautiful... It was a, Watch an epic sci-fi film like that on an IMAX screen is something I haven't done for a while and I, I, I enjoyed that aspect of it mm. but today's episode yes. do you want to tell the lovely listeners what we're doing we are doing and we are in no way pushing the envelope of this <laughs> this podcast <laughs> we're doing our best worst and dream movie franchises yes because they are all sequels right so yes you know to be a franchise you have to have a sequ- you know, there has to be sequels. Uh, we have put some rules on it, because, you know, yep, we do. So, in order for it to count as a franchise, there must be more than three movies that exist. More than three. More than three. So, trilogies do not count. Okay, we have to cut. 
that's fine. <laughs> so there must be more than three, and they must exist in the same universe, um, and be sort of a not a, not necessarily a coherent story as such, but have coherent aspects. So they can't be they can't be movies that exist in the in the same universe, but have literally nothing to do with each other and no crossover of characters. So, for example, The Hobbit could be included with Lord of the Rings because they have Gandalf as a crossover character. They're and Legolas. In the, and Legolas, and they're in the same universe. So there. Cool. So we are picking our best, worst, and dream franchises. Anyone who's listened to this podcast, I think, is going to be able to guess mine before I say them. <laughs> so, Rich, what is your best franchise ever? My best franchise ever is the Viewersk Universe, <laughs> which, for those of you who don't know, is Kevin Smith's fictional universe and includes the movies Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Clerks 2, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, but not including that one, and then soon to be coming up Clerks 3 and Twilight of the Mallrats, which I'm excited about too. Yeah. So I love why? I what, love why? Kevin Smith and I love the Viewersk universe. I love Jane Styler Bob. I was a stupid little stoner and I still love stupid little stoners like Jane Silent Bob. You know, they are cracking characters. Um I love I love movies that have great dialogue about nothing. <laughs> and Kevin Smith is the just the king of that. Are just cracking out some amazing dialogue, or, or, mm. or even amazing monologues, to, from from nowhere, and he's and they're funny and they're relatable and they're all made for about thirty five p. You know, I just I just love all these movies. Jane Silent Bob reboot, not so much, but the rest, absolutely love. And it's it was a close run thing between the Viewers Universe and the Fast and Furious Universe. That was going to be your top two. That was my. That's my top two. But the, that is incredible. Yeah, I know, I know, because they couldn't. They, well, they sort of couldn't be more different, because you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very, that's true. One is a very script-heavy kind of place to be, and the other is kind of a very action-heavy. Um, but yeah, viewers universe for me. That kind of. But okay, so normal questions we ask the guests normally is they always seem to have a reason why. So I want to know high point low point i think and why 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 what made you love it in the first place so when did you first kind of delve into it yeah so high point dogma absolutely dogma is mm. po- very very i don't have a favorite film because it's like trying to pick a favorite child but dogma is very much up there with some of my favorite movies ever made i love movies that are more than one thing i love movies that are funny and action and meaningful and dramatic and because life is that is like that life is not just a comedy life is not just a drama life is all of those things all mixed together all at once and I like movies that do that for me dogma is a brilliant way of Kevin Smith addressing his kind of catholic upbringing in a funny actiony kind of way and I just love it and Alan Rickman's amazing in it and mm, in fact everyone is. in it is, is 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 amazing in it Chris Rock is brilliant in it and Sam Hayek is brilliant in it and it's just an all round great movie um, he knows he's really good in Dogma as well as Jason Mewes Jason? Best. I reckon it's, yeah 
I like the story that Kevin Smith tells when he 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 Jason Mewes realizes he has to act like opposite Alan Rickman, so he got his shit together for a while. <laughs> so he learned all his lines properly. It's like fucking hell, Rickman's here, you know, the bad guy from Die Hard. Better Brilliant. better give it a go. So yeah, I I enjoyed that, but. For me, a dream franchise, Rich, has to be really good. <laughs> As in, it, it is really good. <laughs> do you not think there's too many low points? What is it? What low points are there? Apart from the reboot, the only the, the, the reboot is the low point. I suppose I was thinking Jersey Girl, but that's Jersey Girl's not part, of, this not part of it. It's not oh, you've got universe. out of jail here, haven't you? <laughs> and, and also, I quite like Jersey Girl. <laughs> but anyway, it's not in the viewers' universe. So the official viewers' You're universe true, yeah. is Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, Clerks Two, all awesome. You could include Jane Silent Bob Super Groovy Cartoon Movie in that, which oh, yeah, I also could. enjoy. Jane Silent Bob reboot, not so much. Would you say that's the low point? That's definitely the low point. I am looking forward to seeing Clerks Two, uh, Clerks Three, sorry. And Twilight of the Mall Rats when they come along because they're both in the in the universe. Yeah, have you made um, your wife watch these? So you like you have to sit down and watch these, or was she already? A Didn't fan? make her. She'd already watched. Well, she'd already seen Dogma. Oh. Um, I don't know if she's seen all the others, but that's awesome. She's definitely seen and, Dogma. But yeah, I mean, and Kevin Smith's Kevin Smith's definitely are on our list for this podcast, isn't he? Oh God, I'd love Kevin Smith on the podcast. He's a, he's a dream guest. He would so be if a anyone dream can hook us up there. Yeah, yeah. If anyone can, I, and everyone, you know, I really, really love Kevin Smith. I've been on the Sequelizers podcast on their live stream where we did kind of like the World Cup of Kevin Smith movies. Mm. You know, I, I just, I just really love the guy. I, I and think did Dogma win? Just... Dogma did win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. I remember. It. Thank God for that. So, you know, as a tu- as a tummy tubby stoner kid with a beard, you know, who liked movies and comic books like how was kevin smith not going to be my hero <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> when did you first watch what age did you first watch the first one oh did you start at clerks um no i started more rats so more rats okay. was my first one and i would have been about 16 so mm. i would have seen it on dvd i wouldn't i didn't see it at the, at the cinema um so i think it came out when i was 14 i think um, but I, I, yeah, I was about sixteen when I saw it, and the second one I watched was Dogma, and I was about eighteen, yeah. and I did watch that at the cinema. Um, I actually went back and watched. Cl- no, I'd, actually, my second one was Clerks, so I saw More Rats and loved it, and then went back and watched Clerks and loved that, and then Dogma at the cinema, and then it wasn't. I didn't watch Chasing Amy until about two thousand and three. I think we were in the first year of university, yeah. so when I watched Chasing Amy, and I was a bit. Mm, it's not my favourite, but yeah, and Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. That was that was before that uni, was, I think. That was like so actually, I might have watched. That's when I was at uni, uh, college. Yeah, so I think I probably watched Chasing Amy after that. So that was yeah, and then Clerks Two. We just finished uni when Clerks we did. 2 yeah, about two thousand and four, wasn't it? Um, or two thousand six. Yeah, for some reason I think we finished uni <laughs> in two thousand three, but that's when we started. And then there's a big gap when he abandoned the viewers universe for for ages. Until like 2013 with the cartoon movie and 2019 with yeah. the reboot. I remember I did a deep dive of Kevin Smith when I got to college. Really went into my cinema awakening. You know when you get to college you, you can actually come to the person you want to be. Mm. And you met other interesting people. Like I was on a course with other people that love cinema and film. And like have you watched this? Have you watched that? 
have you heard of Kevin Smith? I was like, I don't know who Kevin Smith is. So we all huddle around this little TV in the library in college and just one after another, like, watched Kevin Smith films on VHSs. It was, it, it was great. And that was around the time Jane Silent Bob Strike Back came out. So I went and saw that on the cinema. Uh, and I loved mm. that soundtrack as well for that film. It was great. But it's a good choice, yeah, Rich. It's a it very is. you choice. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. That's why I thought it might be a bit, bit obvious. Yeah. Um, but like I say, like it was, it was close with the the Fast and Furious because you know I love that. That's a good franchise as well. Um, but yeah, it just it just pips it. So I have a feeling that I know what yours okay. is going to be. I've got it down to three. <laughs> I think three. Well, this is your yeah. time, Dave. You're going to have to pick one. So, what is your best franchise? What do you think it's going to be? I thought it was going to be the Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, Middle Earth. You see, it's there, but the Hobbits yeah. did such damage to the franchise for me that okay. I don't think I can. As a trilogy, the Lord of the Rings is my favourite trilogy. Spoiler for when we come and right. do top ten trilogies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saying that, it might be Star Wars, but. Star Wars is always with me, as in I can't. I love Star Wars, but so but hang, all, on, hang on, yeah, hang I'm going to explain myself. Okay, but also there are some films in the Star Wars franchise, which also heavily. Yeah, run. there's some stinkers. <laughs> there's also, so I'm. There's also the Marvel franchise I love, but I don't want to be too much of a comic. Yeah. Like I'm not even a comic book guy, but I love. It's so massive as well. There's so much in it, and it's so enjoyable. And what it's given me the last, how many years now, since 2008 was the first one, was it, Iron Man? Is It's given me so much. And my other choice is Rocky. I love the Rocky films. Hmm. But all said and done, Rich, all said and done, I'm going to have to say Star Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. I I think I would regret it if I don't. There, I think for me, I did think about Star Wars, and I thought if we were talking the original trilogy, then yes. But there are far too many absolute stinkers in there for me. Like it's three good films, and then six, six no, no, because I best. Force Awakens is wonderful, <laughs> and I like the Last Jedi a lot, and mm. I know you don't. Okay, yeah. Let's, we've got we've gone over the Rise of Skywalker enough, you know. Yeah, Phantom Menace has two good things in it. I don't like Attack of the Clones. I. <laughs> Attack of the Clones is by far. I know we talk about how bad, like Rise of Skywalker is, but Attack of the Clones yeah. is worse. And I like Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> but if we're, to- I know it's not the best, probably the best franchise. I know that, but it's 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 my fa- the- like a lot of people question your franchise. Yeah, it's yeah. my favorite franchise. Yeah, of course, yeah. I fucking love Star Wars and what it's given to me. But what about what about ones like Solo? And uh, it, you're making it better, Rich. <laughs> I love Rogue One and I enjoy Solo. Rogue One, yeah, Rogue One's yeah, okay. And what um and you including like the TV series? If I series can, you're making well. it even better. Ma- so that like, the Clone Wars. Oh no, no, I'm making it better for you. I'm making it better for it's, you here. It's such a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's. I'm going to circle it. Star Wars. Star Wars <laughs> is my favorite ever franchise. I did not see that one coming. That there hasn't been a time for all my cinematic adventures and love that. Star Wars hasn't been there. It's been there from the start. It's probably my mm. one true and first love. Return of the Jedi. Aww. Don't tell your wife that. 
she, she's watched them and she enjoys them very much as well now. So that's good. I love Star Wars. Now, if you told me, ask me loads of questions about characters and stuff and names of certain aliens, I won't be able to tell you. I'm not that much of an expert. But I know when I sit down, I can just sit down and watch it. My favourite is Return of the Jedi. I love it. Um, my worst, like we said, is Attack of the Clones. Uh, my experience of watching Force Awakens when it came back in the cinema with a sold-out crowd at Leicester Square, uh, the Cine World, is is the best cinematic experience I've ever had. It was just electric. It was like being at a rock concert. There's Nothing's been like it since. Or well, Actually, the Endgame was pretty special. If you ask me, probably about 20 years' time, I probably will say the Marvel franchise. But to me, the Marvel franchise is still pretty new. So yeah. the Star Wars franchise... And what it's given me as a person, just the hours of enjoyment and the characters, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Leia, you know, Lando, Chewie, R2-D2, C-3PO. These are like my friends now at this point, which is pretty sad. But God, I love Star Wars. It's the best. It's the, it's, it's the best thing I've got. Star Wars. Hang on. Got my little... Oh, you got a little Next on my desk. Yeah, I've got all the films back there somewhere. Got my pops of Star Wars. I love Star Wars. If people just bring me Star Wars stuff, it's it's great. Um, oh. And it's, I think it's the first franchise I remember really getting into. I like all the games as well. I mean, like all the computer games. I've played most of them. Yeah, that's true. That's a good good point. If we go and extend it, you know, in that universe, don't they? The saga, yeah. or whatever we'll call it. And yes, Attack of the Clones has, let's just say, it's got its problems and... Revenge of the Skywalker, so, it's called. Yeah, so the so the Star the shocking Star Wars ones don't don't impact you quite as much as the Hobbit movies. So because surely the Hobbit movies aren't as bad as the bad Star Wars movies. Um, but I guess they make up fifty percent of the franchise. Maybe with the Hobbit, then is it all three that? What are the Hobbit like? films? It's not that like um, I don't even not like them, but they just they mean nothing to me. If that makes sense. Right, okay. Star Wars is special, man. Like, sci-fi and fantasy are kind of the same thing, but I'm trying to find words to express why I like... I just like space travel and like that. I like the Millennium Falcon. When I see that, I get tingles. The music, you know, John Williams's score... That's what I was going to say. incredible. That moment when you're sat in a cinema and it goes... And you're like... Yes, there's nothing else like <laughs> I it. I get that totally. It's like a drug for me, especially when we saw Force Awakens and that happened, and people just went nuts. It was great, but I know what you mean about the Hobbits, and I've tried to think. There's a lot of other franchises. I like the Rockies, but I think you know hasn't got the same attachment. And Rocky mm. Five's not great, but but what Star Wars has given me, and how much I love it, and how much I anticipate, and I, it's like a band when they release a bad album, you're like, oh, but the next one will be good. <laughs> and you, it is like a band when they release a bad album because you go, do you know what? But there are good bits mm. in it. The album might be bad, but there's one song in it, or even like one bit of a song in it that I like. And I'm say, I'm the same. I'm the same. Like I, if I've my franchise, you know, there are bad, bad movies in it, and there are like you know, but you can you can look past the bad bits. They go, yeah, but the good bits make it yeah. so good. And if you're struggling, like, what shall I watch? You more than less probably go, oh, I'll just put more rats on. That'll pass time. I'm not, I'm yeah. just like, oh, I'll yeah. just put, you know, something on. There's, there's something in the, the Star Wars franchise that I will enjoy. And there's a moment for everything. Nice. And Empire Strike Brax is brilliant. It's a good choice, Thanks. Dave. I, honestly, for two choice. days, I've been writing things down. 
I don't know <laughs> convince you that Back to the Future is a franchise, but then you said it had to be more than three films. No. Nah. So, and the Marvel was me. It says too. I say it's too much. And it's a franchise. I know. Mm. I could have done the. I almost. It's almost a franchise in there's a franchise. There's franchises in franchise. It's like it's like the NFL. Yeah. Um, I could have done. You know, the years of Batman films, years of Superman films, and then you've got the DC universe. Is that connected to that? You know, I'm boring myself yeah. just discussing about it. But when it all <laughs> it all leads back to Star Wars. Oh, nice. And like even it. now on my Good computer, choice. I've got the Rocky page opened because that's what I was going to pick. <laughs> I'd be, I was easy. My, this was easy for me. I have to say, like, as soon as you mentioned it, I was like, I know exactly what I'm picking. The, I, I, I just had that little question about you askew or, or yeah, Fast and Furious. That was, that was my only question. As normal, when we do interviews, we also ask the, the side questions, and I, you thought you'd get away with it, but you're not. Oh no, I didn't even think about the side <laughs> questions. Yeah. What has been your most disappointing <laughs> franchise? I think it. Oh, this is hard. It is now because I had one that was a trilogy. You bastard. <laughs> I think maybe it is maybe it might be Star Wars wow. for me <sighs> because it's so good to start with, and then it goes so bad. Like I, oh. I'm just trying. I'm trying to think of, of one that's got really high highs and really low mm. lows. And Star Wars is kind of the premium. <laughs> high highs and low lows I think right because <laughs> <laughs> the highs are so high and the lows are so low yes like I've 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 never I've never in the cinema cheered at a movie and then shouted oh fuck off at a movie in one movie as well <laughs> in one movie <laughs> yeah but you know and, and I would be thrilled thrilled to pieces with some of Star Wars, somewhat Star Wars movies in the cinema, and absolutely hate others. And I think that might be my most disappointing. But if we were to say Spider-Man as a franchise, mm. taking the taking the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, the with the, the Tobey Maguire, the um, Andrew Garfield, and the and the Tom Holland movies. Yeah. And because at the moment, Rich, the at, the mo- at the moment, they're not in the Marvel universe. As we far as we- well, they Shh, are. We don't know that. Yeah, we do because Spider Man was in like Endgame. But that's the Marvel universe. These 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 characters you're talking about are still not part of the Marvel. Oh, universe. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So if we took Spider Man as an entity, I guess potentially that could be disappointing because Spider Man Three sucked so mm. hard. And then the Andrew Garfield ones didn't get any better, but then it kind of came up again. Um, and Into the Spider Verse is great. Oh really, yeah, really, really great. Um, so that's the potential for disappointment, I guess, because it's high highs and high low highs lows. and low lows. Jaws, maybe. Jaws is a great shout. Yeah, that's got four films in it, so that counts in yeah in your oars. That's a, that's a high high, and then twos. Two, two's on its way down. <laughs> the time you get to revenge, it's it's, it's the it's the yeah. worst thing in the world. It's one of the worst movies ever yeah. made. It, it's bad. So, what about yours, Dave? What about your well, disappointing? I did have the Matrix, and I think I might be able to get around with that because the fourth one is coming. But we're not quite, yeah, because the fourth well, we're not sure coming. if that's going to be any good. I've never mm. been from such a high from a first film to a low to a second film, and even gone to the third film. Yeah, was bad but the initial one when i thought oh as a franchise is pirates of the caribbean from oh, where that yeah. started to where that ended yeah. and where mm. they're trying to do with it and the characters is just 
It's like kicking a dog when it's down. Yeah. The first one was so original and felt so yeah. new and fresh. And then it just went meh, down downhill. And I've not seen the last one, I don't think. It's better than the one previous, but it's not it's not good enough to think okay. oh this is Curse of the Black Pearl. It's <laughs> more like oh we they've probably yeah. wasted three hundred million here. Probably maybe more. Mm. And then you've got the you know, the issues with the actors. But that'd be mine. That's successful, yeah, I get that. Do you know what? Sometimes the Batmans yeah, well, yeah. Because Bat- the Batman films, if you take all the Batman films together, there are some very high highs. And then there's Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> but even not just Batman and Robin. I'm sorry if you're a Schneider fan. Block your ears. It, Batman versus Superman. Uh, not the extended oh, cut is awful. The Justice League, Joss Whedon one, is not great. And I mean, I like I, I like Ben Affleck as Batman, but the films he's in are just not good enough. Batman versus Superman is dire. One of my, not my worst experience in the cinema, but not far off. Yeah, like, it's bad. Yeah, bad. There's not many. Uh, yeah, but with Batman, I always give it shout. like Star Wars. I always, I'll keep going. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Fingers crossed that this going. could be the time. Like the new Batman looks sensational. The Matt Reeves, Robert mm. Pattinson, the trailer they dropped the other day. We can't review it because it's not part of any universe that we know of no so damn it (laughs) but when it does have a sequel like like dune is now getting one we can start raving on about it and get excited about it but until that point (laughs) okay i think i know what your worst is gonna be if you don't then we're not friends i haven't been listening properly (laughs) what is your worst franchise and why is it the transformers Uh, I, I refuse to call it Transformers. It's Bayformers. Okay. <laughs> so it's Michael Bay's Transformers universe, which I'm not the only person who thinks this is the worst franchise because it has won. It has been nominated for so many Razzies. It's ridiculous for a franchise. So Transformers 2007, actually not that bad. Okay, it's not. It's not terrible. It's it's got some bits in it that make my skin crawl a little bit, but it is not it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Gets one Razzie nomination for John Voight as worst supporting <laughs> oh, actor. Oh come on! Um, <laughs> and but then and then comes Revenge of the Fallen. Oh hello, Revenge of the Fallen, where you win not only worst picture but worst director and worst screenplay. There wasn't a screenplay. There wasn't a screenplay at that point. It's the right straight. <laughs> But also nominated for worst actress, worst supporting actress, and worst on-screen. Who's the couple, supporting actress? Which uh, um, Julie White? She played Charlotte Burst's mum. Oh, that's that's mean. But okay. Yeah, I think she's Charlotte yep, Burst's yep. mum. Um, yeah. So yeah, worst actress, worst supporting actress. So then, <laughs> then just to up that ante a little bit, we get Dark of the Moon, Transformers on the yep. Moon. Uh, which is also nominated for Worst Picture, Worst Director and Worst Screenplay, but also gets uh, Worst Supporting Actor for Patrick Dempsey, Worst Supporting Actress for Rosie Huntington-Whiteley, and Worst On-Screen Couple. Um, Also gets Worst Screen Ensemble for the entire cast. (laughs) Fair, 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 fair. Okay. Oh, but it gets better. It gets better, because then we get Age of Extinction, or as I like to call it, Oh My God, What the Fuck is Happening? (laughs) 
again, nominated worst picture, worst one, but worst director, one worst supporting actor for Kurt Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> nominated worst supporting actress, nominated worst screen combo, which was for any two robots. Yeah. <laughs> nominated for worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel, and again, worst screenplay. And you'd think, you know, that's a lot of worsts. That's a lot. But then, then we get to Robot King Arthur and The Last Knight. Yeah, that is about him. Which is, <laughs> I mean, it'd be easier to say the ones it's not. <laughs> the Razzies it didn't get nominated for. Because it got nominated for Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Actor, Worst Supporting Actor, Worst Supporting Actress, Worst On-Screen Combo, Worst Sequel, Worst Screenplay, and Razzie nominee So Rotten You Loved It. Who loved that? And then we have Bumblebee, which got the Redeemer Award for you know, and wasn't nominated. Which for is great because Bumblebee's actually quite good because it's basically ET that two turns into yeah. a car. Wow, that is a lot of hate. But yeah, we we should probably just start. <laughs> why do you love the Transformers in the first place? I I love Transformers. I have Transformers on my desk. You had Star Wars guys on your desk. I have Transformers on my desk. I've loved Transformers since I was four years old and they were always just the most amazing toys because before then you had what He-Man figures and they were just Mm. figures and then Transformers came along and they weren't just figures but you could transform them like Lego and then they became cars it was amazing it was like all the best bits of toys all Mm. in one and then I realised that there was a cartoon yes I realised it was basically a toy advert but I still loved it and then not only was it a cartoon, but for my sixth birthday, I get to go and see Transformers the movie at the cinema, and it's epic. And there's a planet that eats other planets. It is great. It's like the coolest thing I've ever seen. And Optimus Prime dies. Like he's like it's like my surrogate dad for the last two years of watching Transformers, and he bloody dies. It's the like the most harrowing experience in the cinema ever, and will stick with me for my whole life. But you know, I still love it. And then I was so excited, so excited when I thought, oh my God, CGI's come along and they're making these these movies. They were going to do a G.I. Joe franchise and then they scrapped that because it was a bit too war and Iraq, the Iraq war was happening. And so they thought that's probably a bad idea. And so they made this Transformers franchise and I thought, it's going to be so good. Guy that made Bad Boys is doing it. That can't be a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I I can defend the first Um, one. Yeah, and the first one came along, and I watched the first one at the cinema, really excited, and I came out thinking, there were a couple of bits that weren't right, there were a couple of bits that are wrong, and it's really sort of hard to see what's going on with the Transformers, because they're a bit kind of like, they're a bit too shiny. Yeah, they changed the design, didn't they? Get it. Yeah, really, really changes. And I don't mind that. I absolutely don't mind characters not necessarily looking or transforming into the things they did in the in the 80s. That's okay. But, it, and I watched, so I watched that one in 2007 and I thought, oh, it's, it's okay. And I went to watch the second one and I came out and thought, yeah, yeah, Michael, Michael Bay's just shit on my childhood. <laughs> so, and you, did you keep going back? Uh, no, no, okay. I didn't. I did not watch Dark of the Moon um, until, I don't know, a year wow. ago, wow. maybe, out of morbid curiosity. Um, I've only watched Age of Extinction and The Last Night after we talked about them on this, on, on they this are bad. podcast. They are the worst Series things. 1. And 
Holy turds, Batman. They are They're bad. so long as well. Oh, it's offensive for being that long and that so boring. So much nonsense. <laughs> Making hot rod, hot so rod French. Oh, that made me angry. And, and again, I that don't... That made me angry, Rich. I don't hate that. I, I get why that would make you angry. I don't hate it. I do hate. I do hate a lot of the racist stereotypes. Fucking yeah! I yeah. do hate all the like, all like the, the women having to run around and be sexy when they're teenagers. That doesn't sit well with me. I don't like the Michael Bayness of it all. I just don't like Michael mm. Bay. I don't think. I think that's the thing. You know, I liked Bad Boys, and then I thought he was a good director. And I watched this every other movie he's made since, and thought he can no, blow shit not. up, but that's not. <laughs> The be all end of a film, is it? Yeah. No, it's really not. And I remember coming out of the Transformers film, I might when I saw our mate Matt in the Leicester Square Cineworld before it's become an IMAX, it was like a double tiered one, so that's quite a long time ago now. And I thought that was brilliant. And then I remember going to see the second one and like you, I thought, that is not good. But then they had the right strike. So I kinda I kinda give the second one I kinda give it a pass because it's the same time as I'm not sure the writer's strike the same made time it racist. As, mm, yeah. <laughs> the same time as Quantum of Solace. It's, there's, a, there's a bundle of films around that time when they're like, shit, we've got to get these in production and they're all, they're all dreadful. I went and saw the third one and I'm not going to lie, Rich, I quite enjoyed the third one on the IMAX. But then, but yes, Rosie Huntley, what's her face, is terrible. I mean, Shia LaBeouf has given yeah. up by then. For me, it got really like, bad. Well, the, third the one, Wahlberg he does ones, not The Wahlberg care. ones are particularly awful. And at that point, they're just yeah, trying to sell yeah. them to a market to like China, the Asian China market. That's why they kept flogging mm. the like. Oh, we have to travel to Beijing or Shanghai for some obscure reason. There's no. <laughs> but saying that Anthony Hopkins is having the True. best time in the last Transformers. It's quite sweet to watch, to be fair. But oh, it's still nominated for worst supporting oh, actor. Nice. But the, the editing is awful. <laughs> like the, they don't make any sense. A lick of sense. <laughs> No, they don't make a lick of sense, and that's the thing. None of it makes any sense. Like, I mean, from for me, from revent from two thousand and seven to twenty eighteen, these movies don't make sense. So, Transformers, I can see the sense of it. I can see the logic. It it stretches the canon that had always been. You know, you've got thirty years worth of canon like in place before this this movie's mm. made. Why not use some of that? Why do you have to make up new shit? Like, I, yeah. Anyway, uh, and then Bumblebee twenty eighteen comes along, and I was like. This is what you should have made. You can do it. Look, you it can do Michael it. Bay, was it? You should have done this ages ago. It wasn't Michael Bay. But it's still in that universe, yeah. annoyingly. But there's a new one coming. I'm not quite sure what universe that's going to be in. Ah, uh, Revenge of the Beasts. It is a sequel to Bumblebee, officially. Interesting. So, but I I don't know. I've not heard positive things. So. Okay. We, we shall say, see. Fingers crossed. We shall see. Do you want to know my worst? I would love to know your worst. And this yeah. is one... I've got no personal feelings towards it. Before you say, is it Twilight? It is Twilight, yeah. Ah, I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> and I'm sorry to say, I was like, I can give a real passionate spiel there. I was like, there are, there, sorry, there are worst franchises. You know, I, we could have gone like down the script, like the Leprechauns or whatever, or some of the Friday the 13th or whatever. Or even Halloween, because once you get sure to Halloween Resurrection, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I've got no ill feelings towards I've got no I haven't read the books of Twilight these are just watching the movies and I watched them all last year and oh my god what a crock of shit they are <laughs> I've only seen the first one so you know and, and yeah Twinkly Vampires put me off 
I was like, I don't watch yeah, any more of them. In 2008, and everyone was going on about it, and I thought, oh, I'll go, I'll see it. So it was after it had been out in cinema, I went and rented it. I was like, okay, vampires, I like vampires, you know. Buffy was I, great. I watched it in the cinema, I got a free ticket. Fucking hell. From, like, we got free tickets at work, and I went and watched it in View in Portsmouth. I just don't get the love. Yeah. I can get probably get behind the love of the books, but in the films, it just, everyone's bad, and it looks bad. And the way the the vampires run and stuff and fight is, is hilarious. And I, it's really and hilarious. And I can't get. And by the time you get into the what the fifth one, the pots one and two, when Taylor Lautner imprints himself on a baby, and it gets real weird. And it's 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 weird. I don't think they've aged well, and they're not even that old. <laughs> I just remember there being absolutely no chemistry. It's supposed to be this this massive love affair, and it looks like Robert Pattinson and um, what's her name? Or Kristen Stewart? Face. K- yeah, Kristen Stewart. It looks like they they're not even the same. It's room. weird because at that point they were a couple, <laughs> and it's amazing to see the, I know, the careers they've gone for now, and they've done some fantastic stuff. Like the movies they're making now are sensational, but this is just how they got a career from it. I have no idea. How were they a couple? <laughs> They look like they couldn't stand the sight of each other. Which by the end maybe. of it, they probably yeah. they probably didn't. Um, <laughs> oh, it just makes me angry. Even I thank God I never have to watch them again. There's no point in me thinking. You know, some days I think, oh, I'm going to work uh, Phantom Menace on because I, you know, I like Star Wars and it's non-offensive kind of crap. But this is just it makes me shudder how they kept getting made. <laughs> how. how and how there's fans of the movies. I can get that there's fans of the books. Totally get how that on page, that'd be, oh, that sounds magical. You know, you've got shiny mm. vampires and werewolves falling in love and you're in this magical setting which looks like Seattle, outside Seattle or somewhere. That's a guess. Washington, it's rainy, it's pretty. Um, yeah, Washington, yeah. And then there's the baseball scene I've just remembered in the first one, which is a, is just bad. And it all builds to this rubbish fight that doesn't actually happen in the end because he has a oh spoilers rich he can one of the vampires can see in the future I'm going to watch it <laughs> one of the vampires into the future one. he has like uh, images of what's about to happen and he sees he's getting right. himself get his head ripped off basically and he thinks no and that's the end of Twilight <laughs> okay that's like the end of Sopranos <laughs> It's just like mid, mid-sentence. Well, I, I'm sure it's not quite like that. I'm, they go and have a live off happily ever after forever because they're vampires <laughs> and they've had a baby and they're a family does... and there's a wolf that keeps them company. I will say one thing. It does prove that Michael Sheen is human because, you know, it, it, he's not bad in anything I'd else. I'd the cast in this is not bad. The <laughs> pop up. Mm. He's, one of the, he's one of the better ones and sadly he's not in it enough. I've not really. I don't. I only know he's in it. I don't think I've seen. I don't think he's in the first. He's one. not in the first one. Uh, I think he turns up in the second one. Not quite sure about the third one, but he does do something in the part Breaking Dawn Part One and Two because they're oh, you know right. you can't have a hybrid human vampire with special powers or something that's too dangerous. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the soundtracks either. It was a bit emo-y for me. It, oh. <laughs> but how would you feel if it all turned out that this was a prequel to Blade? <laughs> the human vampire it would hurt my feelings and that means it's connected to the Marvel Universe somehow I just I couldn't get I couldn't get how and the, I think the worst one by the way is the second one 
It's called okay. New Moon. And I remember, so I watched the first one. I thought, that's rubbish. And then I think I even rented the second one when it came out. I thought, okay, I'll, I'll give the sequel a go. I turned it off after 20, half an hour. And I just like, nah, there's no point. And it's very rare. Do I, when I've rented something, because this is, mm. let's say it's the VHS days, but it's not. It's the, you, you had to rent from Blockbusters days. Yeah. I was like, nah, I've got better things to do in my day. I can go and stare at this wall for never an hour and a half. And that'll be much better than this. So I, ne- I, I hadn't watched the end of New Moon until last year in, in lockdown when we can actually leave our houses. And I thought, okay, let's do this. We were doing like a franchises and then we got to this and they all just popped up on Netflix or something. And I regret every mm. moment of it. And I probably I probably drank wine and alcohol for it to make it better. I think they're just oh, right, absolute okay. dog shit. I'm not going to lie, I sort of want to watch them. <laughs> Out of I'm amazed curiosity. no one's picked one yet. Yeah, that's true, actually. I was thinking that. And no, no one's picked a Transformers mm. yet. No. I'm really surprised no one's picked a Transformers, actually. There's a few franchises it's... I'm thinking, why have you not picked, like, this? I mean, there's there's four Transformers movies they could have picked. Sounds like there's four Twilight movies they could have picked. Boy, uh, <laughs> listeners, sometimes our guests struggle with worst sequel. Because, one, I don't think they want to be nasty, which is fine. But you don't have to hate it for being bad. You can hate it for other reasons. Yeah. Or you can just hate it bad. for being bad. It's fine. You know, it happens. <laughs> we should also say some of our guests are absolutely fine with hating stuff. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's one or the other. What is the sequel that didn't need to be a franchise? What is the franchise that didn't need to be a franchise? I think you've already mentioned it as disappointing. It's The Matrix. So you're still you're hanging on to that fourth film that no one's seen either. I'm hanging on to that fourth film that no one's seen, seen yet. I I got to be honest. I don't think it's going to be good. That fourth Matrix movie. It, I I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna blow the blow me away. And I think I'm gonna feel about the Matrix franchise that I do now, which is they should have stopped at one, and I would have been happy one, with that. One is and so perfect. Which yeah. should just have gone on and made more sense. Eight basically. <laughs> see my answer to this I was going to say the hangovers but then you threw the need more than free rule but my other answer would also be Transformers oh okay because that okay. first one for me is so good I really enjoy that first one it's a lot of fun I can understand how you don't like it because you know but then you wouldn't have Bumblebee which is probably the best of the lot I think Transformers is better than Bumblebee oh no oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 I even might say the original Superman because oh, okay yeah, you know, I've watched Superman yeah. four now, and I didn't like it. Superman three is mm. not great. Superman two is no. okay, but I could probably. I don't mind three. I think three's all right. I think I think three is better than it gets credit for because it's funny and Richard Pryor is really funny. But yeah, and I think people watched it thinking it's an action movie, and actually, it's not an action movie. It's a comedy, and you watch it with that framing, it's actually an all right movie. Do you know what? I think I can say this. I've just worked out Predator. Yes. Okay. That's that's a good shout. So far, all the Predator sequels and the Alien vs. Predator sequels have not even touched on how good the original Predator is. So they should... I would stop... Well, there's one coming, apparently. Mm. So hold our breath. Is there. Uh, they did it in secret. So clever them. <laughs> do you show, when you say secret, do you mean like Alien vs. Predator 2 and they just shot it all in the dark? <laughs> maybe but they made a predator film without pretty much anyone knowing they're like oh by the way we've made a predator film we're in, we're now in post production and they're like oh wow okay cool brilliant <laughs> because the predator Shane Black's the predator was bad i watched predators the other day which was produced by robert rodriguez which is a really interesting concept and it's not great predator 2 is not great yeah 
So yeah, Predator. Just per Arnie right. being Arnie. You're right. And when you're right, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> what is your dream sequel? I keep saying sequel because I'm so used to saying it. <laughs> what is your dream franchise? Are you going to pick a franchise that's bad and you're retooling it? No. Or you're, you, no. you're picking one that's... I'm picking something that should have been a franchise. Okay. That should have been a whole universe and had the absolute scope. And it is the Serenity slash Firefly universe this is a great shout because that tv show and that movie are brilliant yeah. and the concept for those that kind of western in space that the mandalorian has now filled that void mm. of being the western in space although to be honest i i maintain it's a kurosawa you know samurai movie in space rather than a western but anyway yeah i think that kind of western in space there's brilliant characters. There are brilliant performances. Nathan Filan is so good, mm. and I just want to be him so much watching those movies. I love it. I, I have no idea why Serenity doesn't have a sequel. It just it needs a sequel. It needs a third part. It needs a tenth part, as far as I'm concerned. It needs 15 series of Firefly. I love it. I love everything about it. I even love the theme tune. Yeah, it's great. And it, it's just... There's, there's nothing not to like about it. And that movie is so good. Serenity is so good. It's so good. It's so good. And I just want I just want to know more. And I want to explore more of that universe. Apparently there have been books and comic books. But for us lazy people that sometimes don't get around to reading comic books and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, sorry. I should, I should go back and read more. It's the same books, with my pick, apparently. I, I, that, just that cast was so good together. And it's such a shame that... I don't know when did when did Firefly come out because it got absolutely raw screwed over on on TV and I remember us picking it up at uni and we absolutely yeah. blitzed it like there's only like eight episodes but my household loved it so it's like 2002 2003 I yeah think, so we we started uni in 2003 we just got to the end of it apparently when they released yeah. it on TV they didn't even play it in the right episode order no I heard that I heard that like it's just crazy. It's just the, the the lack of respect that that got shown, that movie got, you know, that, that series got shown yeah. and then the movie got shown. And then like, after some fans, there was enough fans clambering for a movie. And like, oh, can't, fine, we'll give mm. it a movie. And then sadly, the movie wasn't successful enough to reward it with a sequel. I know. And it's just so sad. It breaks my it heart just... because once in a while I think I'm going to do my top 50 movies ever. And I think mm. Serenity will be in there. Yeah. It would have to be. It would have to like be. you said, Philly's so good. Summer Glue is, you know, River is. That fight scene at the end is incredible when she's taking all the, yeah. the Ravengers on. Yeah. And, you, and this ape. And then where, what has she done since? Like, what? A bad Terminator movie? Well, not I think. a series. Not a movie, seri- TV series, was yeah. it? Yeah. Sorry. I'm Sarah, sure she's done some other independent films, but she hasn't hit, you know, where she possibly could have gone. Maybe she didn't want to, so we shouldn't comment too much on her life. Yeah. But it's an absolute dream of it. it's so much fun and it's so good because you're wait you're, you're waiting the eight episodes to see the Ravengers, aren't you? And you don't see them, mm. and then in the movie you get to see how fucking evil yeah. and horrible they are, and it's just insane. It made Adam Baldwin my favourite Baldwin. Yeah, like that is one hell of a thing to He's do. He's great as Jane. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He really is. Alan Tudyk oh, is amazing. That's Washburn, yeah. And 
Oh, what's her name? Marina Bakarin. Bakarin. These, are, these people are all stars now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, Christina Hendricks is in the TV show. Yeah. Like it's, it's so good. It's so good, and it just. Are we allowed to talk spoilers like, here on this this about Serenity? I think so. It's it's old enough. Okay, if you haven't seen Serenity, just don't listen for the next few minutes. When Wash dies, is an absolute punch to the gut. Like I was not oh, yeah. prepared for it. I didn't want it to happen. I'm also a little bit happy that there hasn't been enough serenity because I don't think I could watch it without him. Yeah, without those ca- uh, characters, the shepherd, you know, Ron Glass's character, who sadly I think has passed away now. Yeah. It's just all of them together. Brilliant. What a pick, Rich. Do you have a storyline in mind that you wanted to... I really don't, actually. I really don't. I just want more. Yeah, yeah. I just want... I just want it. I almost kind of just... The Serenity movie is amazing, and don't get me wrong, but I almost want all the stuff from the TV show, and just more TV. Uh, yeah, and the Serenity movie to be made like at the end, <laughs> not even not the end of the series, but and I, I, I don't know. For me, the Serenity movie is it's a prequel to the TV show and the sequel, isn't it? So it sort of does both. No, it's definitely set after the TV show. They're all together, is it, yeah. Is it definitely after? Definitely after. I thought they'd do a bit of before... Oh, oh okay. I thought there was a bit in the Serenity movie where it's about them picking up, like, River and Simon. No, there's a, there's a, there's an episode in the series when they you find out where how the crew got together. Okay. I'm thinking of that, maybe. See? It's such a good series. But in series. the movies, Simon <laughs> and, and River are part of the team. Oh, right, okay. So, yeah, I want the bit between the TV show and the And I bet there's some... Yeah, movie. I bet there's some stories to tell. They definitely are. They definitely are. There's loads. Anyway. Great. I want to know what your your dream sequence I had, is. I had two to pick from. Uh, and like you, they are. Uh, there is a first film. So one of them, I want more Tintin films. Okay, this is not my pick, but okay. I want more Tintin. I'm a big fan of Tintin. Why have we only got one Tintin film? Uh, it makes me angry that Spielberg and Peter Jackson haven't had the conversation or didn't make enough money because Tintin's great. Um, it's not my pick. My pick, and we had chatted about it this morning, uh, is is Jumper. Oh, okay. Right. Interesting. <laughs> Before we go into this, I'm sorry, Jack, from Sequelizers. I think Jumper is a good film. Is it good as June? No, it's not, mate. Don't worry about it. But I think the concept, and he tells me, Jack's told me there is a, a, some kind of sequel, YouTube sequel program that won't have these characters in, uh, and there's some comments. Mm. But the concept of Jumper, the 2008 film, Doug Lyman, Jamie Bell's in it, Hayden Christensen, Rachel Boson, is so good. It could be such a good film. Like, you're teleporting around the world so you've got all these interesting locations it's got Samuel Jackson as a bad guy I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed the concept where it left off I thought was interesting you found out that Hayden Christensen is the son of one of the evil martial people played by Diana Lane I was like oh wicked I can't wait to see the sequel Oh, did it not make enough money or something I don't remember it I remember I've seen it I know I've seen it because I, when we watched Looper yeah I thought Jumper and Looper were the same film, and I thought I'd seen Looper, but actually I'd seen Jumper because <laughs> I remember going, "Oh, Jamie Bell in it." Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but um, so I remember I have seen it, but I can't remember anything about it, which suggests it was neither bad nor good <laughs> to me. <laughs> I can't imagine it's a cheap film to make because 
they're jumping mm. literally from exotic location to exotic location uh, very quickly. So there's there's like they're on a, a chase for a bus, but it ends up in like Egypt with the pyramids at one point, and you the next point you're going through London, and then there's a chase around the Colosseum in Rome and stuff like that, and then they're in New York or whatever. So uh, filming wise, it must have been difficult, but it's just such mm. a cool idea. Uh, teleportation for me is something I think about quite often because I hate travelling <laughs> and I hate commuting I think how good would it be it would just to be like oh yeah I'm there like you just mm. and I thought there's an interesting backstory from the Hayden Christensen style it's got Michael Rookers in it as plays his estranged dad um, and his missing mum like I said is Diane Lane who turns to be a woman that was meant to play some kind of part in the sequel um, it's written by David Goya and Simon Kinberg who are both, you know, successful writers. It's directed by mm. one of my favourite like directors who did Swingers, is Doug Lyman. I think just the con, like you said, like you said, the, the concept of Serenity is so good. The concept of yes, it might not be the most amazing film ever, but I think it, there's something there mm. that if you gave it a bit more time, maybe a, a film or two. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? It doesn't have to be. It's not the movie that makes the franchise. It's not one movie. It's the concept yeah. behind that movie, and so and and again, like the the whole thing of like watching a watching a movie and going, oh, I didn't enjoy this one, but the next one could be better, you know. And that's that's because that's because the ingredients are there. It's like that that old Walker and Wise joke, isn't it? Where he's like. I'm playing all the right notes, just not necessarily in the right order. I think that I think that's fair to say. That, yeah, Jumper is pretty much that, and it, it felt like a big movie. I remember watching. I mean, this is cool. This is really cool, and I'm disapp- I think about it at least once a day that it's never got a sequel, and it's one of the ideas mm. of why we do why I came up with the idea of this podcast, Rich, because the, one of our original ideas was trying to think of ideas of films that never got their sequel that teased sequels but then i listened to yeah. some other podcasts and i thought i'm not doing that effort because that seems like a lot of writing <laughs> and coming up with <laughs> ideas yeah yeah so do we know why it didn't get a sequel well i'm just I, it, money why it just money came down yeah. to money it, it didn't make enough on, on its budget i'm just going to find out mm. if it made it enough any turn to profit I remember having a massive marketing campaign as well and they were doing all the junkets in like front of the pyramids and the Colosseum in Rome and that can't be cheap, stuff like that. And the yeah. and the studio put a lot behind it. It did have a budget of 85 million and gross world, okay. worldwide it made over $225 million. So it turned a profit. Budget you've got to double for promo and stuff, haven't you? Mm. So it probably cost 170 million, say. They do say so double it. Made 220, but it didn't make a decent profit. That's a, that's but I don't think the, the the reviews were were shiny. Like on IMDb, it's got 6.1. <laughs> I can't be the only one. I feel like there's people out there just like are fans of this movie because it is it is a good concept, right? Teleporting is cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I. I'm completely honest. I can't remember it, Dave. I can't. I can. I can remember Jamie Bell's in it, and that's it. That's all I can remember. God, I hope someone picks him I'm one sorry. day so we can talk about it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I might watch. I might go and watch it. Like you know, if I get time. But I've also got a 3D Blu-ray that I've never opened because I'm still trying to find a 3D TV. <laughs> I like ask my friends in reality. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> 
I could probably, oh, was it really I could probably see why it hasn't got a sequel now. What is it? Tomato Meter, whatever it's called. Tomato yeah, Meter, yeah. The critics yeah. one is at 15%. 15! <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 15. <laughs> Deary me. 170 reviews. <laughs> the audience score is slightly better at 44%. That's still not great. That's a long, that's a big difference, though. That's a very it's large a very, difference. It's a very popcorn film. <laughs> Just behind it, it also says, you might also like. Right, so the ones that you also might sort of like. The Day the Earth Stood Still, the Keanu Reeves films, it's got 20% critics. I'm not seeing it. The Mummy 3, <laughs> Tomb of the Dragon Empire... Got twelve percent. That's twelve percent. That's low. That's rubbish. Transport Free, which I think is truly an awful film, is forty percent. Forty four zero. Wow. Okay. That is my pick. I would. My dream franchise is. I would like to see a character in the story, but if they're not, I would like them just to do it again, but better. You want a reboot? I'll take a. I I would take a big screen reboot. I don't not. It could work on TV, but I don't think it's been very successful there either. To be honest, of Jumper. Give me more big screen, jumping all the world, exciting action. I, I feel like I'm just arguing with myself here. <laughs> I think you are. Who are you trying to convince, man? No, I know. I know how I feel about it. I, 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 I have positive, good vibes. I here. think you're trying to convince Jack from Sequelizers. He's um, angry at all our picks, Rich. <laughs> at me and you. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he just thinks we have terrible taste in movies, and he might not. He might be you know right. What? We're not professional <laughs> reviewers, critics, so not at all. <laughs> and we don't claim to be. Our, our our review episodes are more chats and discussions than they are reviews. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we know a little bit because we've both studied film. I've dipped my toe in the, yeah. that world, and it's fierce. And I stood on the edge and watched <laughs> slightly. Good picks, Rich. I've had some really interesting discussions. We'd love to know what other people's feelings. I've got one. Okay, it's from, uh, we know him. It's Adam Farrand. Hope I said his name right, Adam. Uh, his best is the MCU. Not an original pick, but w- but what? They masterfully weaved stories together, which is true. They do. Okay. Yeah, that is very true. His yeah. worst, and thank you, Adam, for agreeing with me, is Twilight. One and our clips are fine, but it's the worst I've seen of all the installments of. And his dream is the Millennium series. Get Mara and Cray back to the rest of the Lisbeth land stories. Which, you know, I I would also like to see. They have. Well, he's talking about the David Fincher, Daniel Craig. The David Fincher ones, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Rich, uh, we should wrap up. We should. We should wrap up. Um, so, yeah, make sure you check out our interview episodes, all from Series 1. They're all in your favourite podcasting places. Um, so Spotify and Apple and Google and all those places, Acast. Grab those, have a listen, because you are going to want to listen to all of those before we start Series 2 on the 15th of November, Ooh. which is only, what, two weeks away? Like, it is not far now. It's getting exciting. And we have got some incredibly good guests that I cannot, I can't believe we've got. Like, uh, literally, literally guests that I sat and watched on TV or I've been watching something on. Oh, we've just spoken to that person <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> That's happened. That I can say to my wife, look, look, we've just talked to them. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think it's 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 a really good one. It's re- going to be a really good series. Got some really great guests on there, and just some really genuine people that really love movies. Mm. That's what I'm really, really excited about. Great picks. Yeah, me too. I'm actually excited to listen to it because it's been so we've recorded already. I'm actually re- really excited to go and listen to it again and to remember what we talked about. Uh, so yeah, make sure you listen to those. Make sure you follow us on the socials. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. It's at unequal sequel. You can also send us an email, which is at unequal sequel at hotmail.com. Mm-hmm. Does anyone ever email us, Dave? Am I breaking my back to try and remember this and no one ever does it? <laughs> I really enjoy it. Also, please give us a little like and a little subscribe. If you like what you're listening to, click on that little heart, click on the thumbs up, click on all those things because it does help us in our podcast ratings. So like and subscribe for us, please. Give a nice little review. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Have a good one.